Warning. This podcast may contain adult material, strong language, and some show tunes, and may not be suitable for kids like us of any age. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Hello, Nolly, welcome. Hello, hello, hello. Bit chilly this morning. Well, it's still the Barbie 24. Not right now, it's not. Well, somewhere in Some, somewhere it is 24. Now, I've got a little one that popped up last night that um, I was reading about and I actually found this one really interesting. What? What popped up last night? <laughs> cream on it or something. Uh, yeah, that's it. Um, this Indian gentleman is a removalist who has been telling people he's a lawyer. So what he's been doing is, first of all, he conned himself into working somehow in this law firm, small law firm, but still was using somebody else's name from the law firm on on paperwork. But what he was doing is he was moving people's furniture and then when they paid him fully, he was still holding their furniture and saying, this happened on site, you didn't do this, this was more than what you'd said in the quote, whatever, and holding their furniture to ransom and then sending them a legal letter going, unless you pay this additional amount of money, you're not getting your furniture back. Brilliant. Like, I, you think that's brilliant? Yeah, brilliant. Oh, see. Anyway, they've caught up with him and apparently it's going to be on a current affair and all of that sort of stuff. But oh, when Tracy's I was thinking, after it. Oh, Tracy, she will track him down. <laughs> she will, she will. She will sit on him and that'll be it. No, um, uh, too far. I'm just throwing everyone under the bus today. I'm obviously in a mood, Tony. I'm obviously in a mood. Yeah, you can't say that about Trace. Um, but isn't that... And, and, then, and then he still went to court to try and stop a current affair from showing the story, which I, I don't think it's been on yet, but it will be, um, and he was defending himself. It's like, dude, you're not a lawyer. You have no paper. You're a removalist. Well, he's an intelligent removalist. He is an intelligent and an, 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 Although very sneaky removalist. If I had somebody moving my furniture and then my furniture is being held to ransom because unless I pay more money because of, and God knows what he was saying, but they showed that when they turned up to his address, car parked in the driveway, place was a, first of all, it was a rental property, place was just a mess. Somebody took a photo later once the garage door was up and it was packed to the rafters with people's furniture. And that's where he was storing it, was in his home. So he was just taking it, storing it there and then sending them letters of demand for additional money or else you don't if get your furniture. that much time he did doing this and studying law. <laughs> yes, that's right. He could have been a professional lawyer yeah, by now. But isn't that just a really... Like you've set yourself up right from the get-go to be a dodgy prick. Like before you even put those people's furniture on your truck, you were working out a scam. <laughs> okay. This one... <laughs> this one... Um, it's not that fucked up. It, well, it kind of is. Okay. Well, it is. Yeah, it is. So, um, this son. Son. Um, he's 43 years old. Living right. in the parents' basement. Oh. You know. Still. As you do. As you do. At 43. Yes. And um, so he moved out. Um, and uh, he took his parents to court. And he won. They have to pay him thirty thousand dollars for what? 
of throwing out his disturbing collection of 2,000 porn tapes. Oh, so fucked up, Tony. That's so (laughs) fucked up. I'm I'm with you there. That's just fucked up. What were they thinking? No, 43 years old, living in your parents' basement, you've got 2,000 porn tapes. And they threw them out out. when you moved out because you obviously didn't take them with you. Maybe you didn't have any room or Well, you know, who knows? But uh, wow. So it was 2016. He moved back to his parents' place after a divorce and brought his porn collection and sex toys. Okay, let's work out why that divorce might have happened, Tony. Um, Just thinking about it, thinking this through, trying to think this through. His attention to his partner may not have been as good as it could have been because he was too busy spending time in her basement. So now he's back in the parents' basement. Okay. And then they've thrown them out. Is this correct? Well... Yeah. Was it just the tapes no, so or was it the dolls okay. as well? So there were sex toys. Um, there was 12 boxes of porn. There were some toys. Uh, so what, did he go a, away a, for a weekend a, and they went, well, while he's gone. A tambourine for some reason. Oh, a tambourine. And a black comforter. Ew. That's a crime scene waiting to be. Yeah, what a black, put a black light on Oh, <laughs> God, but, let alone all those okay. tapes. His, oh. his parents are saying that basically... Um, some of, I don't know how they found this out, but they said some of it included child porn and he had an addiction that his attitude towards women was disturbing. So they went towards a lot of it. Oh, gee. I'm kind of impressed by mum and dad just going, right, it's out, torch it, whatever. Without even t- tell it, like you know, instead of saying, "Mate, you got a problem. We need we need to deal with," it, they just took it out in the back, like la 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 la. Let's pretend it's not happening because if we burn it, he may not notice we've gotten rid of it. So <clears throat> he took it to court. See, the thing is thirty thousand dollars. Now this is thirty thousand US because yeah, US. I'm thinking that that's a lot so of porn, like 50, a lot of Australian. toys. Yeah, that's he's he's had quite a collection over a number of years. You know how other people collect like vinyl. And I'm not talking or, clothing vinyl. Um, I'm talking record vinyl. Record vinyl, yeah yeah, 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 yeah. I was thinking porcelain cats for some reason. Yeah, no, I don't collect those, but, no, uh, but you know, yeah, collect. yeah, yeah, I do. Yeah, salt and pepper shakers. Um, yeah, you know. what's that? Wedgewood. Wedgewood. Yes. Yeah. yeah. It could be his own wedge, wedgie yeah, wood collection. Yes, his own wedgie <laughs> wood collection. <laughs> Nice, Tony. I like the segue. Very good. (laughs) Now, something just popped up this week uh, on TV. and nice. nice. We just had that that porn stash. Yeah, and the the pop-up. Yeah, I'm doing a lot. Yeah, okay. (laughs) Um, It was more about how in China there – it started last – well, 2016, where children were only allowed to play video games – certain hours during the week and now it's come down to three hours a week you're allowed to play video games because they're saying you know the kids are getting out of control playing these games all the time and 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 you know they're they're that and that's what's happened in the western world is we've all you know all our children have lost their ways playing computer games all the time which yeah so you know maybe there's a little bit on that but three hours a week i'm not kidding there is going to be a riot in the streets can you imagine telling our kids no game three hours a week. Like yeah, but you have a, a particular uh, 
bias, perhaps? Towards it? No, well, for well, me... no, because you've a bit of a history with games. Oh, yes, I do have a bit of a history, you know, with games. <laughs> Gamers. Gamers. Um, and, uh, no, no, I'm, I'm just looking at it and thinking, if you only had three hours a week and just say that was divvied up into three different hour lots, by the time you sat in a queue... To play the game because quite often if you're playing in, a, in a, on a, pop, a team game, in a popular game, yeah, in a popular game, it could take you twenty minutes to get on. Mm. Then by the time the game starts, some of those are can be an hour, hour and a half in a game. I just think it's fucked up, Tony. Okay, yeah, yeah, no, I totally agree with you. I totally okay. agree with you. So Japan Airlines, right? <gasps> I think I know this one. Yeah, is this where they've started, and you can see where a kid's going to be yeah, sitting? Yeah, yeah, That's yeah. the Ever. I want every single airline to do it. When I saw it, I just went, oh, my God. I love you people. I love it. But only if they book through the Japanese airlines website. Yeah, but that's fine. Now, there's some detractors out there. Right. And I, th- I think the detractors are fucked up. That's why I... That's okay, why that's, that, I that's why we're discussing it. Yes, because yes. I think the detractors are fucked up. I think they're overthinking it, the detractors, and they're not putting enough emphasis on how diligent the parents are. Okay, so the detractors of this are saying that it's going to encourage pedophiles to book seats near children. Oh, for fuck's sake. No one on a long-haul flight, pedophile or otherwise, ever wants to sit next to a (laughs) screaming kid, Tony. (laughs) Ever. (laughs) That's ridiculous. Unless you have a fetish for someone kicking your back seat. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Yes. Yeah. But yeah, I think it's a brilliant idea. Uh, we, I mean, we've talked. Um, uh, we've talked about it. Oh, kids we, oh yeah. God, yes. Um, so yeah, yeah, I think it's a brilliant idea. Uh, I commend them wholeheartedly for it. If you're going to have children, which is what they used to do, can you remember that they used to put them all near the front of yeah, the, just the economy, hmm. which is probably why business complained. And then um, they moved to the back, didn't they? The back and now they're everywhere. Yeah. You can just, you know, because, you know, we're, we're now a nation or, or the world is just one of those places, Tony, where we cannot we cannot create a situation where a parent can't sit wherever they want with their screaming fucking kid on a plane. <laughs> That's right. Okay. Nothing. Yep, yep. Um, okay, now I do have one more. Uh, now this was uh, an English one where a guy had bought a sports car 41 years ago, Tony. Nice. Parked it in a in a garage, in a street, and has left it there 41 years. Now, it is now worth a mozza, yeah. right? So they found it. It'll need doing up. It's full of rust and shit because it's just that. Like, he was still alive. It's not, you know how people find that sort of shit? And it's because great granddad had it in a barn. And it's you know, it was covered over. over. No, 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 no. Yeah, this yeah. guy had bought it. Just Parked it in his garage. Never touched it. The garage was full of shit all mm. around this car. He's obviously brushed past it all the time to get to the paint. But what? I don't, like, is that a different form of hoarding? I but just, I like, I, I, I mean, I, and they're all going, oh, my God, this is an amazing find. That's not a find. You know, uh, isn't that just one man's trash is another man's treasure? I don't know. Why would you have kept it 41 years in the garage. I never used it. I mean, Don't you used... need that space? Have you not ever so, sorry, lived in he's London? never used it at all. No. Just parked it up. It's and... still only got like 150 kilometres on it or miles or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, well. Why? I don't get, I don't get that bit. I, I get it if he died. I get it if he was 
like, but he wasn't even really keeping it for it to become a classic. He just had bought it, parked it, left it. I don't get the. I want the backstory, Tony. Maybe, I need that backstory. Maybe he used to go and look at it. I don't know. Anyway, I don't know, Shane. Okay, can I just finish with my last one? Mm-hmm. And this one got me because of how it had been worded, which was. The five books to read if you want to transform your life. So I'm thinking, you know, I, I look, it's not like I didn't know they weren't going to be self-help books. So let's, let, let you know, let me just put that out there. But who wants to read a book by any of these titles, Tony? Okay. 13 Things Mentally Strong People Don't Do. Uh, yeah, that's a long title just to say don't do these things. Less doing, more living. <laughs> okay. How will you measure your life? Oh, God. <laughs> okay. Finding your element. And last, all but not least, emotional intelligence. See, like, did you know what I mean? You know when you read something and you go, really, they're the five books that are going to... Like, are you into self-help books? Have you ever read one? Um, if I have, I don't remember it. <laughs> Were so you drunk at the helped. time? And so it probably never helped me. Uh, no, I just, I, I, uh, look, my son is studying psychology, as you know, and so he does a lot of this type of reading and it's all about why people do something that they do and, and you know, he's very into why people think the way they think. I don't want somebody else telling me I should have thought something differently. I don't need to judge I don't need to be judged by somebody who's written a book. Does that make sense? I just yeah. feel a lot of those books make you go, oh, my God, I've been living my life wrong. Oh, my God, my emotional intelligence isn't as good as it should be. Like, I don't, I, mm, I don't know. So you're not a big Tony Robbins fan? Who? Well, obviously not. Tony Robbins? No? Uh, no. Yeah. I, I don't necessarily agree that for someone who supposedly is going to help you achieve your goals... They charge you for it, but it's an, um, but it's it's like you're reading a book about your emotional levels. I mean, I get reading a book for how to grow wealth. I get growing uh, reading a plants. book for growing plants. Yes, um, but you know, if, if you've had a death in the family and you're struggling to cope with that, I, I, I get that sort of reading. But those ones that are just about how to make you a better you, you go, what? Is it just me? But how do they know you're not the best you you already are? And see, that's what I'm saying. How rude! I'm not going to be judged by somebody who wrote a book because they had nothing better to do last Friday. Yeah, but once again, we're in that period where you, you and I are in that. Not, are not we this, over the hill, no, no, Tony? Not, I was going to say not necessarily age defined, because I think I've had this this sort of, <laughs> you know, when I was younger as well. I'm not, because if, I mean, you look at all the television and all the advertising; it's all about. How you need to get buy this or have this to be a better person, or yeah, yeah, that's true. So, do, do you know what I find amazing is I I've been going down as you know to to do you know I've had a couple of facials, reached that age that the wrinkles are just getting really deep now, Tony. Um, anyway, what is amazing is you sit in these you know you sit at this this beauticians and every poster is a girl of about twenty five. Mm-hmm. Like, there's no way she needs to be looking at wrinkles. I mean, wrinkles, sun damage, 
um, Gra- you know, gravity, gravity, uh, just just you know, needing you know to to boost your collagen. She's twenty fucking five. She's got that shit happening. Yeah. That's all just naturally Natural. happening yeah. still. Yeah. So I, I do find it odd that they don't put up uh, the look of a really good middle aged woman uh, a before and after. That's what I want to see. I want to see a good before and after in one of those places to make me because that would make me go. That would get me in the door. We ending it, Tony? Yeah, why not? Okay, we're done. We're out. The views, information or opinions expressed are solely those of the individuals involved and do not necessarily represent those of any entity whatsoever with which we have been, are now or will be affiliated with. Yeah, look at us. (laughs) What? Two old straight people. (laughs) Haven't got a fucking clue.